Welcome to Gateway Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following recording from Gateway Church Doncaster in the United Kingdom. For more podcasts and information about Gateway Church, please visit our website, gatewaychurchdoncaster.org.uk. Thank you for listening. Which day of the year is most important? Is it your birthday? Is it your husband or wife's birthday? And I hope Tim remembered Catherine's yesterday. Is it your wedding anniversary? It probably is if you forgot it. Is it Valentine's Day? Is it the day you go on holiday? Is it Christmas? Ah, there's someone here who's truthful. Or is it whichever of those you forgot? I know it's hard to choose. We're blessed with so many days in the year. Which is the most important? I'm not sure I know which is the most important in the year. I think it's a matter of perspective. But what I do think I know is which days were the most important in history. Because if we go back about 2,000 years, I think we'd be surprised by a few things. Not just the sanitation, but because of the amount of time we spend studying the Bible, when we meet together or when we do it independently, when we learn from it about when Jesus walked the earth and about what the early church was like, we can easily lose sight of something. And it can be put quite simply. Messiahs are to a penny. When Jesus began his earthly ministry, when he began with the claims that he made, he would have quite easily sounded like just one of so many other self-styled messiahs of his day. One of the early historians, Josephus, tells us of some. He says this in his Antiquities. It came to pass, while Cuspius Fadus was (coughs) was the procurator of Judea, that a certain charlatan, whose name was Seodas, persuaded a great part of the people to take their effects with them and follow him to the Jordan River. For he told them that he was a prophet and that he would, by his own command, divide the river and afford them an easy passage over it. Many were deluded by his words. However, Fadus did not permit him to take any advantage of his wild attempt. He sent a troop of horsemen out against him and after falling upon them unexpectedly, they slew many of them and took many of them alive. They also took Theodos alive, cut off his head, and carried it to Jerusalem. The movement was dispersed. Really, it's never been heard of again, although Theodos is mentioned in Acts. In Acts 5, you read, when you read about Gamaliel, it talks about him and he says, For before these days, Theodos rose up, claiming to be somebody. 
and a number of men, about 400 in all, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. Messiahs came, and Messiahs went. They were almost as much part of New Testament daily life as the prophets were in the Old Testament. But no one today seems to remember Judas the Galilean. Nobody celebrates his birth, his life or his death. I'm not aware of any community that's devoted to his worship. And neither is that the case for Theodos. So what made Jesus so different? So different that even when Josephus wrote about him, he used quite different terms. Why is it that some 2,000 years later, men and women still gather to worship him? He wasn't the only one claiming to be a Messiah. He wasn't the only one to die because of his claims. But he was the only one to rise again after his death. And it's because of that act, that act of defeating death, rising again to life, that we know and can have confidence that Jesus was everything he said he was. It's because of the resurrection that we know Jesus wasn't just some good teacher, but as he claimed to be, he was God and rules the world. It's because of his resurrection that we know that Jesus proved his claims by rising from the dead. And so we have to take everything he said seriously. When we look at the events that are described in the Gospel about Christ's last few days walking the earth, it could so easily have looked from the outside as though it was a plan going wrong. Jesus' death appeared to ruin the messianic plan. The Jews had been expecting some mighty warrior king. Or at very least, they were expecting a political activist who was going to bring them into the freedom that they'd been promised. But instead... Jesus was this man who seemed to turn away from violence, who spoke about love and peace. The kingdom that he was bringing was not going to be won with swords and daggers. The strange thing is, if they just looked back at the Old Testament prophets, they could have seen that for himself. Because as Zechariah, Zechariah wrote... Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. 
just when that plan seemed to be in disarray, just when the disciples were most perplexed and worried, the story continues. Because the tomb is empty, the body is gone. But witnesses start saying that they've seen Jesus alive. And if God can bring a dead man back to life, he can cause a resurrection in our lives as well. Even when it feels for us to be like Friday, painful and death at the door, Sunday is coming, just a couple of days away. As Paul wrote to the church in Rome, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The wonder of it all is it's that same power that raised Jesus on that first Easter morning that is available to all of us through the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's how Paul could write, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In his book, The Passion of Jesus, John Piper lists and expounds 50 reasons why Jesus came to die. I know it's a long list, but I want to read them. He died to absorb the wrath of God, to please his heavenly Father, to learn obedience and be perfected, to achieve his own resurrection from the dead, to show the wealth of God's love and grace for sinners, to show us his own love for us, to cancel the legal demands of the law against us, to become a ransom for many, for the forgiveness of our sins, to provide the basis of our justification, to complete the obedience that becomes our righteousness, to take away our condemnation, to abolish circumcision and all rituals as the basis of salvation. To bring us to faith and to keep us faithful. To make us holy, blameless and perfect. To give us a clear conscience. To obtain for us all things that are good for us. To heal us from moral and physical sickness. To give eternal life to all who believe in him. To deliver us from this present evil age to reconcile us to God, to bring us to God, so that we might belong to him. 
to give us confident access to the holiest place. To become for us the place where we meet God. To bring the Old Testament priesthood to an end and become the eternal high priest. To become a sympathetic and helpful priest. To free us from the futility of our ancestry. To free us from the slavery of sin. That we might die to sin and live to righteousness. So that we would die to the law and bear fruit for God. To enable us to live for Christ and not for ourselves. To make his cross the ground of all our boasting. To enable us to live by faith in him. To give marriage its deepest meaning. To create a people passionate for good works. To call us to follow his example of lowliness and costly love. To create a band of crucified believers. To free us from the bondage to the fear of death. So that we would be with him immediately after death. To secure our resurrection from the dead. To disarm the rulers and authorities. To unleash the power of God in the gospel. To destroy the hostility between races. To ransom people from every tribe and language and people and nation. To gather all his sheep from around the world. To rescue us from the final judgment. To gain his joy and ours. So that he would be crowned with glory and honour. To show that the worst evil is meant by God for good. Some list, isn't it? It's some list. You read it and you think, all those things were accomplished as he hung on the cross and as he defeated death and rose again. That was the victory that he won. You know, Easter has got to be the most significant day in all of history. Because it shows us that Jesus was everything he said he was. Because he has the power and the love and the ability to wipe away our every sin forever. Because although the victory is his, all of the benefits are ours. With the victories that Christ won through his life and his death and his resurrection, today's got to be a day of celebration. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. And if you need that resurrection power in your life today, because of Easter, it's there for you. The power to save, 
the power to heal the power to free us from our guilt and our condemnation the power to enable us to enjoy life to the full who needs that resurrection power today I do I do I have days when I need that resurrection power the power to enjoy life to the full shall we stand (coughs) Father in the words of that song I stand amazed I stand amazed when I think of everything that was accomplished in those three days. Through the sacrifice of your son. Through his suffering and his death and his resurrection. I stand amazed that you would do that for me. And for others like me. Who without it have no hope. No destiny. And no future. Who without it live in condemnation. And guilt. Father the more I learn. Of your sacrifice. And Jesus' death the more I stand in wonder. Father, I just want to pray that even as we stand now, that just by the power of your Holy Spirit, we would live in resurrection power. Even just as we bring to you our guilt and our condemnation and it would be washed away that as we come to you with physical ailments and needs that you would speak healing into our bodies and as we come to you with the cares of the day you would give us life to the full hallelujah Christ is risen we hope you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to visit gatewaychurchdoncaster.org.uk 